Bite my tongue? Never. See, what they don't know what is, they don't know is they don't they're know tuning in to DBYC Podcast, and I'm just discovering the world around me. Kaisha, I love you. Be like God is telling you to keep going. You quit on yourself, you really down bad. Tune in Wednesdays at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Welcome all to another episode of DBYT. I'm your host, Taisha, and today we have Clarence here with us to discuss trauma. So from the last time that we spoke, you have anything new that's happening in your life? Um, For the most part, it don't be too much going on. I have actually joined in on business with my friend, Brittany, in a rental business. Right now we have a OSS, so one-stop shop rentals. So it's like a regular spin right now. So we're trying to work on that. And also just really trying to get back into the things I need to do to get right. So, yeah. What What do you need to do to get right? What's What's going on? <laughs> you good? Yeah, like, you know, when you just really being distracted and distracting yourself. Okay, okay. I feel that. Just, I feel that. Just to get back <laughs> to where you need to be. Well, congratulations on the rental things, and I hope everything goes well for you, you know, pretty bright. So I'm I'm pretty sure you can handle it all. (laughs) To kick everything off, I just want to let the new people know why we tackle some of the topics that we do on the show real quick. And like this is a space where people can, you know, laugh and joke, have a good time. But it's also like a a healing outlet for many people. So the goal is to have these, you know, uncomfortable yet necessary conversations so that we can build a community that can help one another. You know, because I believe in like the village and together we can grow and develop into the people that we're meant to be. So I just wanted to get yeah. that out there for the people who are, you know, new to listening and probably don't understand the style of our show right now. But we're going to kick it off with what is trauma? So Clarence, how would you define trauma? I would define trauma as a situation and occurrence and or when I say situation and event, you know, separate those but that would affect the way that you communicate, physically act, you know, with the outside world. Definitely. I do, I do want to dive into that a little bit. Um, when I think about trauma, I think about like the traumatic part of the experience. Cause like some people, I think they, everybody, like obviously everybody go through experiences, but it's those special traumatic experiences that make like a difference because it's on a like an extreme scale where it's impacting like you physically or mentally, like maybe death or like car accidents or sexual assault or even something as not, I'm not going to say simple, but something more common like bullying from like a young age. So people can grow up and like have different mindsets like you were speaking on just off the uh, fact of bullying or something like that so like how many types of trauma can you name (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's like i mean physical emotional sexual there's also psychological i feel like i feel like i'm missing some words that i'm just not putting together but it's some more might be some more Hey, and that's okay because I did a little research <laughs> before this because you know I just wanna I wanna let people know like because you know some people discredit 
others' experiences. And it doesn't have to be extreme to somebody else for it to be traumatic to you. So I did yeah. want to kind of go over some um, that I found. Like, they have different names, so they might be um, similar to the ones that you mentioned, but I think they have like more of a umbrella term. So um, I found acute trauma, which is a result from exposure to a single overwhelming event, like a car accident, natural disaster, things of that um, nature. A repetitive trauma is things that keeps happening to you, which is like, <laughs> it's not funny. Why am I laughing? I, I <laughs> Let me tell you, before I even get into that, there has been so many people that's like, Taisha, do you have like a nervous tick? Like, is laughing like your coping mechanism? And I'm like, <laughs> I, like, I don't even know like I, I, I've been finding myself doing it so much lately and I'm just like dang do I laugh when I'm uncomfortable like <laughs> <laughs> so guys this is a serious topic I just want to let y'all know it's just I get nervous sometimes so bear with me um but yeah something that can um happen chronically can be a repetitive trauma like receiving medicines for like an illness that could mess with you psychologically. Complex trauma is results from multiple chronic and prolonged overwhelming traumas. Like, oh my gosh, like family violence. Like if you live in a domestic home, like going back to that every day. And like in a way, I guess it's not bullying, but what would you call it if it's happening at home? Do you get bullied at home? Um, I mean, I know what you mean because if you have siblings, you're gonna get tossed around a little bit, right? But you can I, you can get bullied in your house, you can okay. get bullied in your household, okay? Yeah, yeah, y'all listen to what he's saying, he know what he's talking about. <laughs> 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 um, you also have developmental trauma, which results from early onset exposure to ongoing or repetitive trauma, so it's like. I guess in this um, realm, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like it happens more often. Um, and this one actually includes like physical abuse, sexual assault, uh, emotional abuse. So it just adds more to the previous trauma that could have happened. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna say this right, but vicarious trauma, it says it creates a change in the service provided resulting in an empathetic engagement with a client's patient traumatic background. I'm gonna have to keep going because I don't even know what that means. It occurs when an individual who was not an immediate witness uh, to the trauma of the Okay, okay. I probably just cut off my own self, but I'm thinking it's like, you know how we're black and we feel the, the pain from other black people when they're being done wrong. Yeah. That is, a. Yeah. I think that's what this, this is. That's what it sounds like to okay. me. So um, also they have under this one, his historical trauma which is a cumulative emotional and psychological wounding over a lifespan of generation so that slavery that's war you <laughs> right right so those sound yeah. kind of similar to me but um yeah y'all make sure y'all go look it up and educate yourselves and then we have the last term on here called intergenerational trauma which describes the psychological or emotional effect that can be experienced by people who live with people who experience the trauma okay so those last three just sound all the same to me <laughs> but that's the passing of trauma through generations so 
yeah, that's that's trauma, guys. That's that's a good start. My third question today for you is: What can going through a traumatic experience look like for people who who have experienced them? So, like, what can happen to people as they like after they go through the experiences? I mean, from personal experience and also like just observing people. Mm-hmm. After a traumatic event, you might uh, develop some form of illness, uh, mental illness, I would say. You could actually get physically sick too. Like, mm. I want to say something more so of the carious trauma or like something where it's like chronic trauma. Mm-hmm. Let's say it is physical abuse. You can get physically sick from that. You might mentally go into a space where it's like, okay, depending on what is happening you could get triggered so you'll start having triggers that would result in you maybe i would say like not eating i'm gonna use that as an example or you will not like stop eating or stop really caring about yourself yeah so i mean everything kind of beats down on itself uh something else i mean you could kind of notice a change in body language too like I notice it slightly in myself sometimes. I might be walking, just might not be the best days. And I'll kind of look more so at the ground, like head positioning, while you just moving, sitting down. Comfortability as well would change depending on the situation or the trauma that mm-hmm. it is. But those are some few examples off the top of my head that I can think of. And you know I'm coming with you. <laughs> you know I'm coming there with you. So um, okay. I also had some examples for this question, which was an inability to sleep, um, developing aggressive behavior, a lack of trust, irritability, and avoidance. And personally, out of those, um, I have been through a few things myself, but um, I had, like, for a, a while in my life, I had got aggressive I would be mm-hmm. irritable and I'd be avoiding. Like, it, I would try to, I don't like confrontation really. So if at all costs to keep me sane, I try to not remind myself of what happened to me because it just makes me feel like like a like a victim. And I hate feeling like that, you know what I mean? So it's like, cause like throughout my life, I was seen, or at least I felt like I was seeing that self-image, right? Yeah. Um, I felt like others saw me as a strong individual. And for me, I would say like, if I came out into the world and all of a sudden I changed, I felt like I'd be letting people down. And <laughs> it, it sounds funny out loud. Cause it's like, dang, like I care about how other people like real yeah. life. Like, I don't want people to worry about me. So like, even if things happen to me, like nine times out of 10, I don't even, either I delay when I tell people or I don't tell them at all. But you know, for things like this, like this is important. So I feel like I can open up a little bit more to help others. But um, yeah. <laughs> It's so interesting that you said that, though. And, and, you know, I know we're talking about trauma, but it's interesting that you said that because I was just talking to somebody about that today, just about how we perceive everybody else's, like, perception of us to create our own, which Mm -hmm. is actually a thing. But, I mean, in my brain... It is a way where you can get the self-image from yourself, but I also you also truly do. We truly do get an image from other people. So also even with 
traumas and the things, uh, the um, you know, after effects of it, that could also be why we're seeing that same thing, you know, kind of done to us and that emotion that it makes us feel. And it's like, do you feel like this? I, I'm trying to show you how I feel. So that could also, you know, be a reason why too. Exactly. It, it's always funny when I speak to you because it's like the energies in the world always prep you for when we speak. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you said it, I was like, bro, I just got to be talking about it. That is crazy. I, the energy always messing with us. Like, seriously, I ain't even gonna cap. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, like recently I had went to a, what was it? I guess you could call it an event and they were um, breaking down the differences between self-image and self-esteem. And cause like a lot of people will believe like self-image is how you see yourself, but in actuality it's not, it's how you think people perceive you while self-esteem yeah. is actually how you see yourself and how you feel about yourself. Um, so yeah, that that's the difference, guys. If you don't believe us, you can always Google it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so do you believe that trauma can affect you in more than one area of your life at a time? Wow. Simultaneously at one time? Yeah. Yes. Okay, and why do you say that? Um, there is one traumatic event that I have been through and I also would recognize it as a hmm uh you know developmental trauma and a chronic okay but my fault I'm just reading because I, I actually was taking up you know taking some notes no um, I love that. a developmental <laughs> and an acute trauma okay so the acute trauma it's weird because it triggered so many other ones and that's why I want to uh, also say David, uh, chronic because it was a stressful, a stressful event but it was another stressful event I was a part of so it kind of just literally one event burst into like uh, a lot of the rest of them just mm-hmm. based off you know the things that was happening and what was going on so I developed real bad anxiety. I was having real bad panic attacks. I had to get on some medication. I ain't like that medication. It was making me feel sleepy. So I had to, you know, really had to work on the stuff myself. So even later on in life, it still kind of bothered me due to the fact of like, okay, it took me through so much to get literally through that one experience. And I didn't even realize how like I don't even want to say how strong I was, but I really want to say like how numb I was to the whole thing. And that's why it's like, now it'll kind of boom, 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 like pop up. I mean, now I'm kind of a lot over it, but it almost didn't hit until at least 20 to get over it. And it happened, uh, and I really want to say like 18. Yeah. Yeah, 17 maybe, like in high school. So, you know, so I want to say, yeah. Just the like, okay, so as many people, like I have been through things too. And I get, I'm gonna bring it up now. I was gonna bring it up later, but (laughs) I, (laughs) I am a reliver. I don't know if that's even a word, but I relive events when things are like, um, like you said, like triggers or like a domino effect type thing. And I didn't even notice it either until yeah. this past semester. I had, um, I was around this person and 
every time, every time they tried to get like close to me, it triggered, it triggered. And I was like, I don't even know why this is happening because it happens like some years ago. And it's like, I guess I hadn't had something similar like that happening until that mm-hmm. moment. And it was like, I, I was like breaking down. I was like, yo, this is too much for me. Like, I don't even want to like be around this person because it's like it's bringing up old memories of somebody else it was so weird and i was just like every time every time i get around this person it's like it's just triggering i'm like i don't know if we could yeah. we can be friends because <laughs> you like i don't know what like nice person and all but you're making me feel weird <laughs> and stuff. it can be like this it can really be like this yeah um, also, I wanted to say that um, while uh, trauma can affect you in different areas, like you having trust issues or getting close to people or like myself, I isolate myself and I've recognized that, which is a weird thing for me because like, like I told you with my friend, I would stop going around them because I'm like, you're, I don't know what's going on, but whatever voodoo you got going on, it's making me act up like in the worst way. And I don't like that. Now, for some people, it can't even lead to like self-harm when they go through these traumatic experiences. I know some people who tell me like, oh, I either burn myself or I cut myself or I do like, you know, self-harm things because it doesn't feel as bad as that experience, which is like wild to me. So now we're going to transition into the personal experience with trauma. So as we already know, but I'm going to ask anyway, have you ever been through anything traumatic? Yes. Would you be comfortable with sharing those things? You know, I I actually had a talk with my aunt. She's a psychologist as well. And she told me to, you know, make sure when I'm speaking, make sure it doesn't trigger others because yeah. the same way how you just said so I'm trying to make sure I'm thinking of something that's not triggering to anybody else but you know um I do I mean something that's common and it may not be so common in me so I guess I'll get on that sexual assault like you can feel violated as a man and that's when you feel violated I don't care I don't care if you're supposed to like it. I don't care if you know it's gonna look weird and you be like, I ain't like this though. You know, I might've, you know, I might've looked the woo, but it, you know, didn't feel right, didn't feel comfortable, you know. Yeah, that, that shit, man, man, yeah. I, no, so. like, that's, that's for real. Cause I think, I think people have gotten comfortable with letting society let, tell them how to feel about certain things and they forget that you're actually yes. human. Like it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or I'm gonna just say other because I don't I don't I don't I'm not gonna list everything but um it's it's okay to feel like a regular just a regular person because that stuff is 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 violating it's not it's not a comfortable situation and it makes me nervous to know like that females know how it feel like because I I would think that they go through it a little bit more than men but you really never know because of the fact like you just said people expect men to just like it and go with the flow because supposedly it's in their nature you post a like yeah it's like like, what if I'm an intellectual you know right (laughs) 
Like it's, it's honestly dumb to me that people believe that men have to be like predators or not even predators. Maybe that's the wrong word, but like seekers of women all the time yeah. and want that sexual attention all the time. Like a sweetheart, that's probably not normal. <laughs> <laughs> like chill are you you know do you got the Jezebel spirit in you like, you <laughs> exactly for real and then the thing about it is for the women who do like okay here's an example that I've it's been lingering in my mind because it's like when a man wants to have sex with a woman and a woman says no she expects that man to respect her decision but if roles were reversed and uh, she wants to have sex with him and he says no she feels either rejected or something but still tries to pursue it and it's weird to me like if you want him to respect you you gotta respect him as well and it's, I mean, you know, it's special cases because some people are weird and I, you know, know where it be told no from the female's perspective. But from somebody like me, you know, um, that don't always excite me because right. I feel like, especially when the emotions aren't there or, you know, some sometimes it just, some, some sometimes it just ain't there. So I might kind of zone out to the point where it's like, okay. It's like you you know, you getting what you want because I'm not even here no more. We done we done turned into a whole new, you know, I gave you what you wanted. Mm-hmm. This is what you wanted anyways, right? Because we can't sit down and have a conversation, right? So since you wanted to, you know, <laughs> this little in and out, you get that and then bye. But don't you know, you can't feel a certain type of way when I'm starting to, you know, dislike your actions or you know, you might touch me and I might, you know, kinda uh like what, yeah. what's going on like now you're wondering why I'm being triggered by little things when before that wasn't it because you know I'm trying to get to know who you are and you're showing me something that's like okay you can find that anywhere but I'm trying to you know yeah I don't know. now speaking from that same perspective I'm gonna spin it a little bit um I heard you say basically that when they initiate that they want sex or so have you i believe that they have been through uh some situations that that's what that was expected so they develop a a trend in their mind like for him to like me i have to have sex with him and i think i think that's common because there was a time in my life where I was like, that's what I felt like people just wanted from me. And th- I mean, depending on who you were, it was like, oh, maybe I should like kiss him. Or maybe I should do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, maybe that's not what he wants, Ty. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's not what he wants. But that that was a sit down with myself where I had to be. Like, <laughs> you know, like maybe every man isn't the same and you just got to you know relax a little bit because sometimes you get caught up in like feeling like dang nobody really likes me unless I talk freaky or if I talk like this or if I do that and it kind of gets to be habitual because it's happening so much so it's it's I don't know it's like you just want people to like you and it's like that's what social or I always say this it seems like social media very much influences what we do or what we say or how we speak to each other so it's like oh if I do this they guarantee gonna like me and that's not true guys (laughs) it's really not not true it's not there are some genuine people like you can you can tell when somebody just wants to Yeah, you can tell when somebody just want to have sex with you versus them wanting to get to know you. But it's up to you to actually 
take the time to see that? Um, I mean, because honestly, to back that up as well, I have actually been with somebody like that. I'm when I lost my virginity, so it's like something that I notice patterns, and I'm you know I'll be up on it, I'll be up on it. <laughs> um, you know, I you know I did ask, and I'm like, hey, do you do you feel like that's something that you have to do to you know kind of show me that you like me? And I forgot how I got to that conclusion. It was just how it went down, and why and where and it's just like hold on some this this ain't the big magical moment everybody was talking about and we was thinking about so it what, 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 you know i'm like something gotta be off great like you know i asked the question and you know she was like yeah and then you know come to find out it was a result of trauma so it was like mm-hmm. dang you know i can relate to you on that subject so it, it built a you know a stronger relationship so i definitely do say you know it's not all about the past but i i, I do recommend people to you know let people know some things you don't have to let them know everything but when you know that person is really there for you you might gain a friend out of something you thought was gonna be you know something else so that might go further than what it could have been so most definitely sometimes with your trauma tools, you know, kind of share it because when that when it kind of interlocks, you can also lock it up and it help you lock that trauma up to where it needs to be. Yeah. It's been times where like, um, I'm talking to my friend and he finding things out about me. He's like, yo, like, why wouldn't you tell me this like before? Like, <laughs> I would have yeah. told something differently if I would have known. And it's like, I have this thing of not wanting people to feel bad for me that I wait to tell people things because of the fact like I don't want you to think like, oh, she's such a delicate flower. Like she's not going to be able to take it or she's going to yeah. overreact or like, I don't want you to have a perception of me before I can actually show you like, I'm, I'm slick okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm fine for yeah. the most part. Like I, I deal with it in the way that I deal with it. And when I feel like we are, we have connected enough to a, a different level, I can open up to you and let you know like, hey, well this happened, this happened, this happened. But at the end of the day, I'm still Taisha. Like I'm not, I'm trying not to disconnect myself because once I disconnect, it's like, it's a whole nother person. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely. It's weird only when you're dealing with trauma because everybody has their own reaction, their own responses and things like that. So um, it really with me, I use it as parables almost to try to help people. So I get what you're saying when you say you don't want everybody to know because that's me too. Because it's like, I know when I tell y'all this, y'all gonna be like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. you really go through stuff? Because <laughs> I swear it's people who think I don't even get mad. And it's like, for real? Like, y'all think I'm a robot or something? Like, they just really see me in such a positive light that it's like, he just can't do no wrong. And it's like, no, 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 no. Please don't get it confused. But, and it's like, don't get that confused either with me never having the times of, you know, low points and times of no joy. Because we all do. It's just how you come up, you know? Deal with it and come through. You have to... I did want to just bullet point real quick um, some of the incidents that I've been through um, when I was like in elementary school. I don't know if you remember this, but our car had got caught on fire um, as we backed out of the driveway. And like my little brother was like kind of stuck in the backseat. 
and that was weird like I, I still as an adult I still remember the whole thing like we all we did was literally back out the driveway we were in front of our house and I seen smoke coming from I'm, I'm gonna sound so dumb it's not the dashboard but where all the stuff is, where all the information's at <laughs> okay you're right you're right though you're right <laughs> okay okay good 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 I seen the smoke and I was like me like the car like it, you know smoking yeah oh shoot yeah. we all trying to get out because me and my two brothers in the car my dad obviously and my brother my little brother is um obviously younger than me and he's in the back seat and we trying to get him out and because he, he i don't think he was understanding like hey the car is literally about to burn yeah <laughs> you know what i mean because he's a child so it was like that was an experience that was crazy um I'm not going to go too deep into the next one, but um, losing people due to unfortunate medical reasons. Um, I was in a car accident last year. That was crazy. I had, oh my gosh, I had very bad P- PTSD from that. And it was like the area, the area that it happened in would make me kind of cringe and like relive. Um, yes. I know I don't talk to the person anymore um, who caused the accident. Um, I, we just, we, we ain't on that. And also, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And for like the first few months um, after it, I did not like getting in cars. Um, I wouldn't ride with people a lot unless I absolutely had to because it was like, mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen to me again because I hate not being in control as is. Like, not on no control freak type thing, but yeah. I hate not being able to control the situation because I feel like I would have done it differently. And that that was hard. Um, that was my first car accident, actually. And it's just like, it's a whole mess. Like, I don't ever want to be in a car accident ever again. Um, mm-hmm. But those are my top three. As you went through mm-hmm. your traumatic experience, how did it make you feel? Oh, okay. So I have been through some, I just re, I'm going to say recently, but is it 2019? Mm-hmm. No, that was 2020. I got into a car accident too. And that was my first car accident. And I know how that feels. So it's like going through it. I really, you just, I don't know, like, it's weird. It's almost like you're on a roller coaster with no seatbelt. So it's like, yeah, this this is like, you know, an experience that you you know after the fact you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, like you know like what's going on, but it's just like I don't know. I really just felt like I was about to die. I don't know why. Oh my and, gosh, yeah. You know, but I just really that that's like the first thing that just hits you like, okay, we finna be upside down. We just finna be the worst way. And it was crazy because we weren't, you know, like the car you flipped on the right side, we was finna get hit. You know, it was a whole it was a really a whole mess out there. Yeah. And you know, people did get hurt. Like people really did get injured. And I, you know, I still don't we I'm not sure of the status. But um you know, just going through something like that. And also with my sister um, and me being the oldest too, it, it just going through something like that, it's like, like you said, it's like almost like I'm not in control of this at all. But that also opened my eyes at the same time to understand that, hey, you are not in control of this. Some stuff, some stuff can happen and you can prevail through that. And you know, that can be your story to let somebody else know, you know, it's okay. Or somebody else might go through that and still feel like 
that low like oh my gosh I made a, a, a huge mistake because sometimes that little thought can grow into something so much bigger and that's also an effect of trauma too like the way that you see yourself literally and you know so I kind of used it as a, an example also a lesson and also something that I know I will I'm not gonna do no more you bro I I know it's uncontrollable but I will not do that no more <laughs> like oh. <laughs> if I can avoid it I will 100% avoid it cause like the I oh my gosh I, let me hold on let me catch it <laughs> cause like like I told you I relive things like I'm, I see yes. it in my mind right now so it's yes. like it's crazy but y'all when I tell you when you're watching a car come at you and you know it's gonna hit your side, you just looking like, oh my f. Oh, that's different because it Bro. wasn't even like that with me. So I know that's crazy. Like I was so scared mm. and I was so shook. I was like, oh my gosh, when it happened, I was just like, yo, I know this ain't just happened to me. I know this just ain't right, happened to like. Me. <laughs> I did relive that though for real for a few at least a month or two because it was a song even playing so it's like if I listen to that song it's crazy because literally the event itself helped me get through the event like the same song I was listening to that would kind of trigger that whole like it almost froze me in time suspended in the event itself like physically so I was listening to the song one day and I'm like you know what let me fall into it like let me fall into it let me not try to resist it let me not live in it but you know live with it because it happened to me and you know that feeling of everything and everything that went on it kind of was like okay I can I can get over this I don't know like that could be helping coping uh, coping mechanisms for some people I mean I don't know but you know that's why I kind of put that one in there it even goes into like not living in fear too (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I had, I really, literally, I had to. I'm like, I wasn't scared to get in cars or nothing, but it was just like the thought, the idea would kind of make me almost be like, okay, because when I had my accident, it wasn't nobody. I lost control of, of the car, so it's mm-hmm. like, literally, I, I know that that thought of like, okay, stuff can happen even when it's like not even supposed to happen. Like that thought would have just consumed me in such in the worst way, so I know I had to get over that. Like, because it was a lot of also other stuff that was like just happening. I'm like, why? Like what? Like to this day, it's still stuff that we have. I'm like, for real, me? Like, what did I do? <laughs> like, did I do something wrong along the way? But I know it's all a lesson for me to you know maybe help somebody else. Exactly, and that's why we here, man. Because literally like there's time like even me and the um person that it happened to like they process it differently than i do but like on i'm a, i'm not obviously i'm not gonna say any names oh my gosh did mm-hmm. i just come from britain like <laughs> yo what is going on <laughs> but um that person like after it happened they didn't even want to talk about it and that's all I wanted to do because I hate things consuming me I hate it being in my head and I feel like the the more I can you know speak on it and relieve myself that's how I feel like I can you know like yo what happened like X, Y, and Z, do you understand what happened? Do you know what happened? They're yeah, like, no, no. And I'm like, yo, I can tell you. 
<laughs> what <laughs> happened if you need that? Because I remember everything. So it's like, I it's not that I want to make you feel bad, but I want to make sure you understand that what you was doing wasn't wasn't it, baby. It wasn't it. Yeah, especially in the future. Yes. It's like, it's, it, it definitely tested me as a person. And I had to look at a lot of things because there was some uh, unfulfilled promises and there was unfulfilled everything. Like, uh, I can't even, like... I'm not mad. I I want to be clear just in case this person is listening. I am not mad at you. But <laughs> I I hope you do understand that through the events and through the things that were said, it would not be forgotten, but they can be forgiven. I do want you to understand that because we don't talk anymore. So I just yeah. want to put that out there because, I you know, I don't know who listens, but I know people. Of course, listen. of course. <laughs> So, um, also, for, for the events that I didn't speak on, those events also made me feel um, disconnected. I would, honey, when I tell you, if I'm in the car with somebody and somebody's about to take a left turn and like they have an option, like uh, yield because of the flashing yellow light or something, I get so terrified. I get I get terrified when people got all greens and you have the ability to turn left. I I can't, it, it does something to me that my my literally my body kind of like trembles and kind of shuts down mm-hmm. or it or it starts playing from that night and I'm just like it hurts. Like at one point in time, every time I would go to sleep, I'm dreaming about it and then I wake up crying and it's just like yeah. I was just I was a mess. I was a mess. I was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely it. This is the laughing. That's my that's my coping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing funny about this. <laughs> I was just gonna say because like, hey, this is literally not funny at all. But it's like, you know what? We're gonna laugh for pain. You feel me? <laughs> laugh to keep from crying. That's probably bro. That's that's it. Yeah. Why do you think some people handle the same traumatic experience differently? Like I say, I give everybody a new look every day. Like I feel like when we wake up, we aren't, we, of course we we are ourselves, but we're not the same person we were tomorrow if we learned something new yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did that make sense? Yeah, it honestly does. This is so weird. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk about this later, but um, I just I just had got a little click of one of my dreams, and I had a dream last night of uh, hey, what in the neighborhood, and it, it just boom. I don't know why, but um, okay, so um, I feel as if some people handle the same uh, situation differently. Do just only for real, due to the fact of us not being the same as we were yesterday or literally the same situation can happen but it's not exactly the same so it's like okay i might take a different approach at it this way this time and i hope you know that you're not just going through things and laying down you know still trying to fight i know sometimes they get tough and you know reoccurring trauma but that's a trauma that you really have to you know you got to fight it as hard as it's fighting you so you're going to, you know, approach it differently. You're going to look at stuff differently. You're going to be more welcoming to help if you need it and stuff like that. So, you know, I feel like that's why they deal with it differently. I think that you answered that fabulously. Like, 
it all boils down to experience and what other people have been through because like you say um reoccurring traumas versus a one-time trauma it could be that could be even the slightest difference or um the ability to handle stress or the amount of support that you received uh before during or after that event it's is literally experience and i love how you answered that question thank you no problem have you ever been able to see that someone around you has been through a traumatic incident um i don't know i'm really okay i'm not gonna just be bragging on myself but (laughs) i feel like i'm really i'm really good at communicating now sometimes the way i communicate is like huh but it's a hum because it's almost like a universal like understanding thing that I feel like I'll be putting down sometimes because you'll get around me or even you know just just my justified sometimes it's like I want to set anybody and everybody who sit in front of me around me like I want you to be comfortable because I want to be comfortable so I feel like just that just that energy just that vibe it's gonna make it to where it's like, okay, I'm comfortable with you. So I'm gonna start noticing stuff about you. Cause you, you know, when you're comfortable with people, you just start just doing stuff. So, you know, I might notice, you know, somebody watch something on their phone. Like, even if I don't know them, I can just kind of pick up on it to the point where it's like, that's kind of weird. But you know, spit like it take three times. I'm gonna say that it take three times for me to actually kind of notice uh, something that's triggering or something that's kind of trauma like. Because at first, you know, you don't really know, so people play, so you know, you gotta really figure it out. But for the most part, I kind of can tell because it's very obvious. Like physically, some people don't respond physically; they kind of get suspended in time or you know, days off or you know, kind of. You shot off for a little bit. So I kind of be peeping a lot of stuff. People don't think they put down, but I, I pick it up. Okay. Okay. I remember that song. I was like, freak it down. Pick it up. You know, it's a, it's, it's all in the memory. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do want to piggyback off of you and talk about um, I have a friend. And they, like, they don't think that anything is wrong with them, but I'm like, after knowing you for this uh, extended amount of time, something is 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 triggering you or like not even triggering you. It's like you feel something, but I don't think they want to admit it. Like, and I'm the type of friend that's like, yeah. I will help you through it as best as I can. Like, as long as you want me to. Like, if if you need somebody there for you, I'm your I'm your girl. Like, I'm good with that. Like, yes, I go through my own things, but I'm also a healing spirit, and I truly believe that because I feel like when people come into my life, it yeah. literally like I can help them because I I can tell that we've grown closer and and crazily enough we have grown closer through our experiences like um we both have like parental differences in our lives so we mm-hmm. bond through that and like I <laughs> the way that I interact with people sometimes like aside from my podcast is like I joke a lot or like we have jokes yeah. and we can do that type of thing like not be offended easily by it so we bond in a different way where some people yeah. would probably either be overly sensitive or like um offended by it we actually are like 
we can talk about we can joke about our traumatic experiences because we know how it makes us feel and like we yeah. find we seek comfort in each other even if we don't like to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna listen to this and be like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I just I just wanted to speak on that because I mean. Um, just like you, I, I am intuitive as well. And I think it's a gift to be able to help people and see that, recognizing and all that good stuff. Um, so my fifth question and final question for this section, um, before we move on to the next is, have you ever forgotten about a traumatic experience that you had gone through? Um, I think this is one of, I definitely feel like we can put this down as response. And I'm gonna say yes, because I have a very extensive memory. And I've noticed, I started to notice it now that I'm getting older and just like the things that, you know, will pop up or just the things that are there. And it's like some stuff, I know some stuff that happened. I know, but it's like, it's almost like sometimes it's not there. Like I could literally think about it and it's like from a, a third person view almost. So it's like, yeah, that happened, but did that really happen to me? Or I kind of disassociate myself from that person who it happened to because I'm no longer that person and kind of either learned, grew, or still going through that yeah. situation. But that's still not me. It can't be because me now, I want to let that happen to me. You know, it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird. I feel like, I wouldn't say it's me living in denial of certain things, but I mean, in, in the hindsight, it kind of is, but it's not. Because it's almost like me separating myself to still make sure that I don't let it stick to me yeah. too much. It's like, uh, it's almost like the trauma part is the anchor. And if you know, if you let the anchor down, it'll hold you down, hold you in place, it'll suspend you in that time. And your mind is so powerful that all it wants to do is protect you from being hurt as best as it can. So um, yeah. similar, similarly, I have also forgotten things that has happened to me that went like earlier what I was talking about. I had totally disassociated the the things that had happened to me until it came up in an unexpected way that I didn't even know that it would hit me that hard to be in in a place, in a similar place as when it happened. Cause it wasn't the exact same place, but it was in the same area. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh God, like this cannot be it. Like, and it right. would happen very often because like, like I said, that was my friend. And I was like, I like hanging out with you, but geez, you're taking a toll on me. <laughs> like, and I know, and like, and you know that they're not a bad person, but it's like, I can't help the way I feel when I'm with you. And right now I feel like I either feel unsafe and I, and I know you're not going to like, you know, hurt me, but it's like, yeah. I can't even help not feeling that way so it was like i i had to really like just kind of cut you off and if you're listening you probably know who i'm talking about i'm sorry kind of um but <laughs> at the same time you know it's me over everything because uh, uh i can't hey <laughs> and i'll be telling people it's good to be selfish sometimes yeah come to you <laughs> happiness over everything janae aiko that's it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um 
we just gonna leave that where that's at. So we are getting into our final topic of the night and that is how to cope with it all. So um, what did you do when you were coping and processing your experiences? Uh, as I referenced before, listening to the music. Um, and I wanna kind of expound on that. Uh, music in general is very healing. Uh, sometimes I will actually listen to frequencies or music that would depict a certain frequency. I think it was 543 hertz. I'm, I'm not sure. But I would listen to music like that because they said that heritage um, kind of helps with blood flow and a lot of other stuff. So it's really healing for your body to hear that sound. Um, in that particular instance, when I used the music to help me delve into that memory and that experience, that was more so of something that, um, I don't know if you've seen the Billie Holiday story, but um, I don't know if you've seen that, but oh, I have it's a scene. <laughs> oh, oh I, that's something that I suggest everybody watch, especially people of color. Like, it's something Holiday. everybody should watch. But people of color should really watch it. Like, open your eyes to, especially people in the South. Like, if you're in the South and you and you you chocolate, we looking good, you need to go watch that movie because it's going to open your eyes to some stuff. But um, in that movie, she actually was using psychedelic. It wasn't a psychedelic drug, but it was, you know, a drug. Um, and it helped her. It didn't help her do nothing. But during her experience, she would literally relive something that allowed her to sing the song because it would make her relive the hurt and the pain. Because without her doing the drug, she literally would not sing the song because it hurt her so much. But because she seen it, it kind of put the, the fuel and the fire behind her to sing the song. So with that being said, um, sometimes you can use music as therapy, especially if it's like a triggering song. You could kind of use that to kind of play the event against itself by you actually, you know, reliving in that event and, you know, accepting what happened and taking control of it as far as like, you know, I'm going to make sure that XYZ doesn't happen again or like I have a response that now when I get in the car, I cannot go to sleep or I just won't go to sleep. Like, and I'm a sleepy person. I used to go to sleep um, dangerously. I'm not even just going to say that, <laughs> but I used to just go to sleep uh, in the car. And now it's like, that's not going to happen. No more up under no certain, like up under no circumstances, I cannot go to sleep like that no more just because. And it's like, I really feel like, cause I kind of dealt with it because at first it was like I would just be up off fear but now it's up because you know I can't feel that again and also just going back there reliving it doing it again and actually knowing and pinpointing what happened it's like okay that was a problem too I can not do that no more while I was uh, researching they also said that that can be a response to trauma as well um oversleeping or overindulging in activities of whether it's sleeping or eating. And the crazy thing is that it could literally be the exact opposite. You could uh, overly or under eat, um, basically starving yourself or like trying to um, 
sleep so much that you aren't in the reality of it all or even stay awake for long extended periods of time just so you don't have to because you know like I said I would dream about my events so it's like when you go to sleep it's coming up and some people try to avoid that so they don't and it's so crazy how like your your mind tries to pick and choose what's best for you just to make you feel at ease and I too am a sleepy person just (laughs) just, just, I just thought I should add that but yeah I could literally go to sleep anywhere one time in high school I fell asleep in the shower standing up like (laughs) before school (laughs) (laughs) and they say you know you just hear somebody banging on the door like T like what are you doing and I'm like you know what what am I doing (laughs) one thing about me I'm going to go to sleep like I just I can't it's it's not that I can't help it because people be saying I have a sleeping problem and I don't it's just I'm just you know always taking in a lot of stuff and all that so sometimes I just be tired and I just didn't get the you know the rest that I need I need like really a whole week so (laughs) I'm not gonna get that realistically so I'm gonna be tired but it's crazy that you say that's all I need like I would you know overindulge and go to sleep yeah and it's crazy because I had to be up to get over it and it's crazy because i was up one night and i'm just like you know what let me listen to the song and let me close my eyes let me let me relive it again but because it's some i don't know this is actually some type of therapy i don't know but that's why i did it because i'm like okay i know mentally i can do this myself mm-hmm. because i i'm also like very self-reflective so if i'm always in my head i'm very sure i can go up there and handle this because i actually you know i live through the actual experience so i know it's a reason why you know it's something i can get out of that granted i was did need some form of help and i got that but definitely it definitely did help like being up so that's crazy that you said that no it's crazy that you said you relived (laughs) it's crazy that you said that because i'm looking at my notes and i'm like okay the way i cope in process is that i journal a lot and i replay events and like i feel i swear all my guests are me because like literally (laughs) that's why i love talking to y'all it's like i'm talking to myself it's um it's a thing with me where I like I love to read and grow from those events because like in the time that it's happening, I'm writing raw emotion. Like um, like I was telling one of my uh, old friends today, I have a poem coming out later this month, um, and I usually write these poems when I'm feeling either like extreme feelings. So mm-hmm. I gotta be super upset. I gotta be super happy. Like I can't be regular, and that's why sometimes if I don't write it all in that one sitting is usually stuck in my drafts until I can feel that that same feeling again because I love to give uh, emotion to my people when they read it because I know people read. I know they are. I know they're listening. So it's like I want to give y'all like the best of me when I can because I want you to feel what I'm feeling because that's how I express myself. And like um, 
self-reflection is just so awesome and such a a good stress reliever for me personally because it's like you see how much you have grown as a person and that your mind is changing you're changing as a person and like you can literally you like you said earlier you can use your um your experiences to help other people and that's what it's really all about at the end of the day because it's like it's it's so many of us hurting out here bro and it's like I don't want to have to have my people hurt alone. Like we could heal together on some stuff. Right. <laughs> I, I love this, man. I just, I really do. <laughs> um, to my second question uh, for this section is how long did it take for you to feel normal again? Um, From any given situation, I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like you'll never, you never just feel like normal because I feel like our um, people's normal is like that prime in their life. Like the most promised moment, that's where you felt the most normalist because you felt the most complete. So I just feel like until you, you know, get back there, then you never really feel quote unquote normal. Before you got to that point, did you think that you would ever get to the secure place again? Like, what was your expectation after? Like, after everything had went down and you had time to self-reflect, did you did you feel like you would ever get to that place? Like, even your pivotal point of your life? Or did you just like, hey, it is what it is. I'm going to still continue to grow. Or how did you take that? I like that you said that because it actually just gave me another point of view on it and how I kind of just messed up what I said. <laughs> because <laughs> you don't want to go back to that place. You want to feel that place again. Because once you feel that feeling of like wholeness, it's a feeling. So it's not necessarily a place you want to go back to. So you, it's a, it's a feeling. So yes, I did feel like you know, because it literally that a piece, you know, like kind of a piece of it will see what you know, once you get to that. Okay, I realize, you know, XYZ, I, I understand what I have to do now. Yeah. So that that definitely does stick with you, but I'm not you know, it could go away to say where normal, I don't know. I always feel weird. So honestly, I I, I can't I'm the wrong person to ask do you feel normal? <laughs> um for for the extremity of what has happened through what the past year and a half um i think for me it was more of a i had to i had to get back to that place of before um the accident and before the upbringings of past traumas i had to get back to feeling like Taisha because Mm. I couldn't I couldn't step on any like nothing like literally nothing to keep going like have you you know that little box challenge when people like kind of place the imaginary box step on it and then they keep going I couldn't do that I couldn't pretend like that wasn't there so it's like I had to literally I had to exercise my mind and my faith and my beliefs and everything and reevaluate everything to actually feel like Taisha. And then I had to have an actual platform to step on to keep elevating. You know what I mean? So for me, um, I, I, I I feel so much better maybe because I'm in a, a, a better place in my life, like uh, physically and mentally, spiritually, every, like I feel so much better now. 
And I think it's because I didn't, I didn't let the trauma slip past my fingers again. I actually took it by the horns and, and I dealt with it. I went, I, I spoke to the people that made me feel like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard it in my voice. <laughs> But I, I had to really like handle that because it was like it made me so sad inside and like every day if I'm not crying in the morning, I'm crying at night, I'm doing I'm being self-destructive, being self-sabotaging, like I was literally beating myself up because of the things that I couldn't control and it was hurting me. So it's like in order to get past this, you know, you gotta forgive these people for what has happened and you gotta keep moving on because without it, they're not hurting. You know, they're not hurt. They're not feeling what I'm feeling. So you yeah. really gotta, you gotta forgive them. You gotta forgive yourself because if you don't, you're gonna be stuck and you'll never be able to surpass that that low point ever. So yeah, <laughs> that's real true. <sighs> Hi, I need a fan. <laughs> 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 okay all right um for my last question for you of the night what other method aside from the ones that we named um for ourselves could people use to enhance the healing stages okay there are some that i also did not name that i do like music that was just one instance um you can really go you know as we said reconnect in one way that I don't, I don't, I just feel like humans in general can reconnect in this way. It's like going on nature walks, you know, going outside and just realizing how beautiful the actual outside world is outside of the, you know, the world that we live in and the world that we create for ourselves and that world of trauma. Like, just go outside and look at the clouds, can look at some water, look at, you know, the trees, like, you know, really look at some people too, because sometimes you'll see somebody else like smile and happy and kind of be like, I wonder if they're going through something. And then once you realize that, that, you know, hey, everybody is going through something. Every, like literally everybody got something going on. No matter how big you may feel it is, they that might be like the biggest thing that ever happened to them. So, and it can be something little to you. So like you said, it is going back to, you know, uh, where you can just literally be a lesson to help people because we are on this earth and we you know some people feel like you know i don't have to help or uh you know xyz la 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 but i me personally i feel like we here to do something we're not just all here to just simply coexist we are here to coexist and you know be friendly help a hand like yes why would you want somebody to think if you before you can pick them up. Mm-hmm. Like literally the, to create the bonds with you guys. It's it's really special to me because it's like obviously we don't always talk all the time, but when we do, we have a great time and we can definitely encourage one another to either you know keep your head up like keep going you got this type thing like i i literally love talking to y'all like just off the top of my head because i talked to you guys today you in china love (laughs) y'all 
<laughs> I absolutely love y'all because it's like it doesn't matter what I do, y'all are there to support. And it, what what people don't understand is a simple like, a simple share, a simple anything. Like even y'all helping me out with my podcast, that it says so much with y'all characters. Like y'all gonna be there for me. I'm gonna be there for y'all. Like we and it's a big thank you. on both be like, oh my gosh, da, 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 da. like, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> and I said that too because I was talking to her day too, and I'm like, what she asked me made me be like, you know what? Why, like, why am I waiting? Why, you know, mm-hmm. like, go get it. But I do appreciate that. I appreciate that for real because when I'm showing love, I'm not doing it. Just, you know, some people feel like, well, you should show love. You knew them. Like, I'm not doing this because I know y'all. Like, it's something that I see in it. And that's like way bigger than me or bigger than you. You know what I mean? So it's just like anything like that, I support because you just have to. Yeah, like, (laughs) y'all genuine. And that's what I like about y'all because it's like, it's not for clout. It's not for like, oh, what can I get out of it? It's like, it's purely like, it's genuine. Like, I'm gonna support you because I see potential in you. I know the heights that you can reach. And when you don't feel like you can, I'm here to let you know, hey, I'm your cheerleader. I'm here for you. If you want to talk about it, if you need to uh, sit down and create a plan, because I mean, sometimes we all get off on like, we get stuck sometimes and we don't know who to talk to, where to go. And it's like, look at your peers, bro. Like we are all out here trying to grind. I don't like I can't even think of anybody off the top of my head who's not doing something whether it has anything to do with art music media uh sports like owning owning their own businesses like everybody's out here yes and all you gotta do you cannot think that you're gonna get like through this stuff by yourself because I think in America they're very um hung up on independence and to be honest it takes a village like I, I just really have a very strong belief system in the village because without other people, what do you have? If you don't have people to listen to you or to support your art or whatever you have going on, you're not gonna go anywhere for real because now your only audience is yourself and you're you're sitting up there looking confused because you don't wanna help nobody else. You don't wanna support nobody else. And I don't understand that for the people who, who think they're gonna get abundance back when they never put anything out there to begin with. Yeah. Just had- <laughs> I like that, I like that right there. <laughs> you know, sometimes I be speaking on the microphone, you know. <laughs> Oh man, but um, let me go ahead and wrap it up so I can get you on out of here. Some more healing uh, mechanisms. Lean on the people that love you. Lean on the people that support you. They will always, like, like, they will literally be there for you. You don't have to worry about that. So if you feeling lonely, just remember that people are there for you. Uh, for um, the people who are like me and have yet to face their um their the root of the issue go go at it face first full force all that because if you just playing around with the branches cutting off branches just know that stuff is going to grow back (laughs) just because you cut it short does not mean the branches won't grow back you have to you have to go to the root bro i mean you just have to uh also get your priorities straight 
even if you have to take a day a week a month to organize your life and to say hey what's actually important to me why why do i want to do something new or why do i want to get away from this trauma what is making me feel like x y and z sit down with yourself because sometimes that's what it takes um and my last uh suggestion is to be patient with yourself and your situation because sometimes we can be a hardish critic and we can be hard on ourselves and I mean, I'm a product of it. I sometimes am too hard on myself. And recently I just had to take a step back and like, Taisha, you good, bro. Like, <laughs> you good. Just remember, you still moving forward. You not staying stagnant and you not moving backwards. You are moving forward. So that's the important part of your process. And yeah, so. <laughs> do you have any last uh, parting comments? I do. Um, and I would be using I met this woman um, yeah, like two children, and we were in Food Depot. Me and my mom. Oh, before we go to work, um, she had a cart full of pineapples. I'm like, oh, I wonder what she do. Like, so my mom, you know, we come outside. She like, what do you do? You make juice? So she was like, Yes, she make juice. And she, you know, went furthermore into explaining why. And another tip: start a business. Also, you can get out of your trauma by starting a business by other people get through the same trauma that you've been through but um you know she just telling us why and she started and you know she told me she has two kids um her kid actually has you know some problems health problems but she kept him you know it's called Jigaju and it was really good because just meeting her she also told me that she was a life coach and that's something that I aspired to do so it was like meeting her literally talking to her i got chills on me and she was it was crazy because she was like i'm getting chills talking and it's like just me knowing that we interconnected on that level of um you know i went through but my went through it's the same reason why i hustle it's the same reason why i'm still waking up in the morning trying to brighten somebody else's day because i've been through that that can also help like so that kind of ties in every method within itself by just literally kind of talking to a stranger that you might you know you just never know like you just never know but yeah that is amazing it's it's crazy what can happen through power of association and like just being reaching out to people even if they are strangers because it's like you never know who could like inspire you to do more or to keep going and it's very powerful um but yeah that's all i wanted to say on that because it's just it's weird because we like how do you even meet these people it's just like so random it's like the energies really just like push you together to like hey this is this Great. is such and such this is such and such oh hi nice to meet you <laughs> oh you're in this too oh, me too <laughs> it's weird but um every like god is telling you to keep going yes exactly exactly <laughs> but um as always i want to thank you for coming out to speak with me about trauma tonight Whew. it was a very You're much welcome. needed conversation <laughs> like i feel i feel good i feel kind of weird but i hope that this talk helps um more people than it you know harms i don't think it'll harm anybody but i you know you never know what it can yeah. trigger as we spoke on before yeah but um yeah guys that was clarence and i'm taisha and we are out